Looking to go out in the town in the city of Boston for an affordable price and grab some great food, drinks, and atmosphere in the Seaport District? Well, look no further than newcomer Seaport Social. Seaport Social is a premier and authentic social house that is poised to proudly serve the Boston area for many years to come. Their mission is to provide high-quality food and unique craft beer selection, along with a welcoming atmosphere for all those that wish to witness firsthand what the Boston social spirit is all about. From a top-notch bar, great group seating, to their premier menu including their massive loaded nachos, endless craft beers on tap, and an exquisite espresso martini option, look for manager Jimmy who will satisfy your needs. A project that has been four years in the making is finally here, Seaport Social, which is located at 225 Northern Avenue in the Seaport District in Boston, will officially open its doors for their grand opening December 1st. Get there while you can and tell them Steel and Az sent you. Eat, drink, social. That's what the Seaport Social does. Let it rip. Welcome to Steel and Naz, episode 132. Uh, we're back here. So um, back. A lot of news around Boston. We got your hangover Saturdays here on a Saturday morning. How are we feeling, Mike Steele? Flu game. Flu game big time right Apparently now. Apparently a flu game from the pub last night, huh? We're back. Shout out to the We're pub back. softball. Saw, saw my mortal enemy today. Who's Driving that? here. Guy's license plate was Roll Tide 4. Oh, yeah. yeah and like a bunch of Bama stuff. The state, Ohio. Yeah, no, that, yeah <laughs> like, I was like, you fucking kidding that's me? That's I was like, get this guy out of my way. Chances are he's from Cleveland. Like that, yeah, disgusting just behavior. Just an absolute scumbag. You know that guy. I don't like him. So. Uh, speaking of the pub, I want to give a quick shout out to the boys here. Uh, clinched the number one seed last night at the Faxon Slopic softball field. Um, job's not finished. Got to win the cup, but it's a good start. We're down eight games with like nine to go. Fucking one nine in a row. Got it going. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, <laughs> today, that. we got a lot on the horizon here. Is, uh, a lot. Patrice Bergeron, I uh, love him since 03. Uh, calls it quits, retiring after was it 19, 20 years with the squad. Uh, we'll just give you, you know, our thoughts on the whole situation. Uh, Jalen Brown signs the biggest uh, deal in NBA history. We'll see if he was worth the price or not. Uh, a couple other things. Steelers want to talk about. He's a Yankees guy, but we got, we got to talk about the Boston Red Sox here. We're not much of a baseball podcast, but. Uh, you know, that th- these young guys are letting it rip, and uh, it's kind of showing they're like a step or two away from making the playoffs. Uh, UFC 292 is tonight, recording on Saturday here, so we'll kind of give you our, you know, we called it type of thing, and then preview Rob Font stepping in at UFC Nashville next weekend against Corey Sanhagen. Uh, anything else on the horizon here? What else we got? Um, movies, shit, non-sports. And Terrence Spence is going to win tonight. I mean, Terrence Crawford. Oh, wow. I'm ready for Crawford Spence. (laughs) But Terrence Crawford's winning tonight. You'll hear this later. And Oppenheimer was fucking sick. Nice. And uh, Patriots training camp starts. There's a lot of rumors about, you know, free agency running backs. We're going to do our would you rather segment around then. But uh, yeah, let's hop right into it. Uh, Patrice Bergeron, 19, 20 years with the Boston Bruins, you know, ended as the captain. Uh, I think he was a captain from, you know, at the past decade, just a real role model of the city. And you, I think about it, if at least, you know, I'm 29, 30 years old of, uh, you know, think of Tom Brady, uh, Big Poppy Ortiz, you think of Paul Pierce. And then fourth was definitely Patrice Bergeron. So that kind of really ends the like childhood memories. And now we're just strictly adults here. Tom Brady, Patrice Bergeron. That's the order. Well, you're not a Sox fan, dude. Uh, David Ortiz. We, I'm a Yankees fan. I have Derek Jeter. That fucking like that is that is an equivalent to David Ortiz. It's Tom Brady, then it's Patrice Bergeron. 
I, that, that's, he doesn't have the rings, but he was much like he was the greatest fucking guy on the planet. So is David Ortiz. I, 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 as much this, this is a praise Patrice Bergeron. So we can get off this in a second, but that's, that's a, that's a good debate. I think that's, there's many suits of why Bergeron would be ahead of Poppy. And I think, I think just personally, the three championships, I, I think the Boston Marathon thing was a big deal. But let's get back on Patrice Bergeron here as he... Uh, second greatest Bruin ever. Second greatest Bruin ever. Uh, 37, I'm sure, is going to go up with, with the next year or two. Um, just so influential on this team. I uh, even saw his last season here. He battled with an injury at the end of the season. Ended up you know, sticking up knowing how to play game six, game seven. It's just uh, really bittersweet as, you know, there was... So many good times, but there's so many, you know, the, the 2013 with the Blackhawks could have won the cup, the 2018-19 Blues, and then even this year with the best team in the regular season. Just seems like a lot of missed opportunity, but at the end of the day, Patrice Bergeron goes down as the legend in the city of Boston. I couldn't be happy about that. Yeah. Greatest Bruin I've ever seen by miles. He's won six Selkies. So an award you're not supposed to win, like, unanimously, and he won it basically unanimously, yeah. like, five times. And he's just un like it was unbelievable. Like you needed to win a face off. There's no one on the face of the earth, literally in like the history of hockey, that I would rather have than Patrice. And Bergeron. just the stories I've heard, and like uh, you know, teammate, he well, he's just as good as a dude as he is a hockey player, and that speaks volumes because he's a hell of a hockey player. Uh, playing for Team Canada, win those gold medals with you know Sidney Crosby and all them. He goes down as you know. You think about you know, the Crosby's and Ovechkins of our generation. He go, he's right. He's right there. You know, I, he's not. He wasn't the goal scorer that those guys had, especially Ovechkin. Third but, period, uh, Team Canada. Who they put at center? Patrice Bergeron. Not Sidney Crosby. Moved him to wing. Patrice Bergeron took the face off. Damn right. That's fucking because like, why he, not? He just had that. I, I hate comparing every great athlete to Tom Brady, but he just had that esque of like he's going to deliver for this team once again. Uh, that overtime game um, was that uh, against the Canadians in eleven, when he he scored the game winner in overtime to win. Yeah, in Toronto, the comeback. The call, yeah, I mean that that's Nathan Horton. You can you can throw like seven people. Like I think Lucic had a goal there. Yeah. Like they all. Horton's the one that beat the Canadians. He scored that. goal. He scored that goal. Okay. Well, Berger, twenty thirteen, he yeah. scored. He scored the game tying goal with like forty seconds left, and then he scored the game winner in OT to beat the Toronto Maple Leafs in twenty thirteen. And watching Maple Leaf Square funnel out of that, I pretty much watch it yearly. Yeah, no, there's, there's <laughs> like it's such than, a beautiful sight. It's like the if the Free Jacks lost a couple of weeks ago at uh, or the Kilroy Square, if that happened. Times that by a billion, and that's Toronto. Yeah, like we yeah. would have just gone to the Fowler House. Those people went home. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Oh boy, uh, good shout out to the Fowler House there. Um, Great place. But you know, you talk you talk about his you know career in general. It just seemed like every year he was there for the taking. I can't imagine he like was healthy for any postseason. Um, not a chance. Literally not a prayer. At the, end of, at the end of the day, only one team wins the cup every year, so you know that's tough to do. But you know, you get one. It's better than nothing, I guess. And yeah. uh, at the end of the day, you know, he'll be remembered in Boston forever. Um, you know, yeah, like, I mean, don't diminish him because he only got one. Dude, the Bruins are historical losers. Yeah, that's true. The but Bruins they, have been around for like 100 years. They've won seven cups. Yeah, that's, that's like uh, they're fucking like, dude, that's like seven, that's literally seven. Like Ray Bork has nothing. No. So like besides with the avalanche. But yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah, yeah Bruins. I'm Bruins. talking Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Bruins, guys. 
Um, so like fucking like dude, Patrice Bear, like forward, winning one with the Bruins is a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> going forward, I I didn't hear one person complain about like oh that's gonna mess up the team for next year because they they just knew it was Bergeron's time. I can't imagine David Krejci coming back, but the future of this team I don't think looks too promising. Um, at least on the offensive lines, there you have Pasternak, Zaka, Charlie Coyle is you know gonna probably center the second line. Um, JVR came in. It's going to be tough to, um, you know, I don't think there's any chance they're going to replicate from this year's regular season team. But oh, yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, you lose your captain, you, you're losing the best two way hockey player in the history of the sport. Yeah. Like, they're going to be worse. They're definitely going to like, be like, you're not going to be better. <laughs> I know. That, but That's like, the, reality, thing, the thing's so crazy with I mean? hockey is they can like be a wild card team and win a playoff series. Oh, no, they're yeah, still I mean, they're, like, like, like hockey yeah. season still matters. Like, the Bruins still, like, they like, dude, they you have you have a you have 200 point scores, Marshawn and Pasta. Yeah, you have one of the best defensemen in the league. You have literally the reigning Vesna winner and goalie. Like, they're still a good team. Yeah, I think their defense is like, honestly, it's been their Achilles' heel. Um, in years past, but I think it's just going to keep building stronger and stronger, and they're just going to be a defensive goaltending team. It seems like the more time we go on, we're talking about Omar getting traded or Swayman going out. So there's only one of them. But the more time that goes on, you kind of think, all right, they might be both sticking around for at least another year. Like this so, time last yeah. year, we were talking about like hopefully making the playoffs. They got a hundred and like forty points. <laughs> like I went back to like, like you know what I mean. Like I went back like, to watch like, a preview still for there. the Bruins and they they're were still there. And we we're like they're going to be worse than last year, and they end up being. That's why I mean hockey's such like a wishy washy sport in terms of like like I fully no expect playoff hockey in yeah. Boston this year. Like fully no expect. one knows anything. Like no one knows anything. Yeah, they, you can say they suck, but like they can just fuck around, and that's what happened last year. So you never know what can happen. I, I I do question this team offensively. I think they were so deep last year. Again, tough to replicate that. But even, you yeah, know, they I mean, lost. They're they're losing so many guys. Bertuzzi, it sucks. They lost him. That um, one sucks. Cause like, yeah. Taylor Hall was out the door, but Bertuzzi going to. Uh, Bertuzzi had to pay like 1.5 mil. And he went to the Leafs. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which is brutal. Because I, I think the Bruins offered a multi-deal, a multi-year deal. And on he, the plus side, like, as I just said, the Bruins historical losers, like he went to the Leafs much more worse historical. Yeah. Losers. Yeah. He, he, he goes from a, like a punk bitch to an even bigger punk bitch for doing that. I, I don't know. Like I, I loved him as a Bruin, but he was that type. If he's not in your team, you hate him. So like scratch, scratch Tyler Bertuzzi off the list for me. Guys, so yeah, guys someone uh, someone asked Marshawn like who he rooted for like this week when he was like a kid, and he was like the Leafs. As much as that sucks, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nice. Uh, Fuck at least he just came out clean. Yeah, you know? he's so, like, he was like, yeah, it sucks like, to the say, other way. But, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's really on the Bruins front. Uh, Patrice Bergeron. I'm sure Krejci is going to be announced in a couple weeks. I can't imagine him coming back. It would be shocking. Yeah, but I thought. I personally thought Bergeron was going to come back for one more year. I did well. was done, but uh, we might get a double retire here, which is probably like now it's expected. I Rafters, guess. both yeah. of them. Definitely. Both no, of no them. Doubt. Obviously 37, 37, but 46 should be 46, up there. 46, 40, 63, eventually 88. Unless he gets traded to the Maple Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, dude, like pasta, pasta might be my favorite athlete. Oh, yeah. Like person. They said he like was that guy's just trying to play fucking hockey. They said he was at the SB <laughs> Awards and he, I, like accepting his awards, whatever, like that. And uh, I guess he can't, he's like kind of heavy, so he's just living. He's just living life in the That's summer. Fine. Yeah, he's dude. gonna he's gonna come in, get in shape. It's just It'll ripping Czechoslovakia. Let's fucking yeah. <laughs> like having a day. 
probably just clear vodka. Yeah. Nothing like Living it. life. God bless him. Oh, yeah. Um, 50 for pasta. The other the other side of the garden, um, the Boston Celtics, letting go Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, kind of been a crazy offseason acquiring Christophs Porzingis. Personally like the idea, but the biggest eggshell has officially cracked up. And uh, Jalen Brown has signed the biggest deal in the NBA history. I think it's like five years, 307 mil. Um, it's like 60 million a year once it starts hitting. But, uh, what do you think? You think he deserves it? What's your take on it? I mean, he deserves a max contract. I mean, like by like, by like, like looking at it that way, should Jalen Brown be like the highest played player in the NBA history? No, but like, that's just the way it works. I mean, he's only going to be that till like next year when Giannis gets like, or like next week, like a trillion. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So like, that's fine. But, um, no, he deserves it. He deserves a max contract. He definitely, he got, I think he got all NBA. Um, and you really look at it, it, I think from a Celtics perspective, you're like, all right, this guy's been loyal to us. Easily the second best player. I mean, he'd be the best player on a lot of teams in the NBA. Many, many. But uh, at the end of the day, I bet the Celtics looked at all their alternatives and they're like, all right, well, are we going to get a better player than this to complement our best player? And the answer is no. They already enough chemistry. Enough of this, he can't dribble the basketball. Jalen Brown's a hell of a talent. Um, obviously $307 to $307 million. That's fucking insane. But not our that's, money. That's the way in the NBA yeah, nowadays. He fine. was eligible for it. If you give him a penny less, he's probably going to go elsewhere because he's he, he he does have an ego to him. And most of these guys do, including myself. We all got egos. Oh, but, he, uh, like, like if it happened <laughs> to like he would murder us. Yeah. Like he's one of the guys like like if he if he averaged like 15 points a game was in like a slump and then played the Celtics, he'd get 50. 50. Yeah. 50. Like he'd absolutely like he'd be ready to go for that game. I love that. That's but a great but I think you like continue to base your team off the two J's. I think J- Jason Tatum's due for one of these big deals. I think it's even higher than what Jalen Brown's making in a year or two because I know he's a little younger. But you base your team off those two guys. And you keep, you know, getting these role players. I like Porzingis. You need a third guy where, you know, Malcolm Brogdon was kind of that guy last year, but got hurt down the stretch. This guy's a 7-2 guy who can drain shots. Who's going to get hurt down the stretch. Yeah, but if they're bouncing <laughs> if they're bouncing pick and rolls, I'd rather him taking shots than Marcus Smart. As much as I love Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart used to be that guy where if it wasn't the Jays, he was kind of wide open. And hopefully that's Porzingis' role because he's definitely got a better field goal percentage. Going to keep a tally of every game Porzingis doesn't play and Marcus Smart does. I literally hope he – I literally <laughs> Going to keep a tally. It, it's the Gronk effect. I hope he plays like half the games and then he's completely healthy as an ox for the playoffs. Like I'm in for that. I'm okay hopefully. with that. Doubtful, but hopefully. Doubtful, hopefully. Okay, give it that. Um, yeah, so Jalen Brown, I think we both agree on the signing. I think the money's a little steep. I think. Yeah, but you had to. Yeah. I mean, you just had to. That's the way the NBA work, and you weren't getting Damian. You weren't getting Damian Lillard. That would be so. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. I think they were. They they've been trying to shop Jalen Brown out for like the best player in the league for years. Like there's definitely there definitely was talks about Kevin Durant coming here and stuff. Those whiffed. So. This is what you have now. And I think he's only getting – I think their ceiling hasn't even hit yet. And uh, like I said, to the point of the NHL, NBA, only one championship winner every year. You're not going to win it every year. But they, th- there is a, a little bit of an urgency now within the next two – I think you got to win a championship within the next two years. Yeah, and I mean it's there. Like you just pretty much got Giannis in the East. I mean the Heat fucking – but like the Heat could be there. They could not be. They're kind of weird. 
Yeah, like Giannis guy. is going to be there. That's just like like the Titan you like have to take down. The Heat like might be there next year, or they might not be. Who yeah, knows? like they're just like weird like that. The Sixers are always a wash. I don't. They, they took us to the to the limit this year, buddy. They uh, they're usually choking. I have seen debates on Twitter the past like week of Dwayne Wade versus James Harden. Like, who would you rather? And like, if you would pick James Harden, that you are a jackass. Loser. Like, absolute you are loser. an absolute clown. Even like that the, is Dwayne Wade by a landslide. Even the years he's averaging like thirty plus, he's like taking twenty free Loser. throws a game. Yeah, I mean, like he's not like. Do you want to win? Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to lose? Speaking of Marcus Smart, go back to that clip when they're playing fucking the Rockets and he took like two charges at the end of the game to win. That like, that's prime James Harden right there. No, James Harden, unbelievable basketball player, Hall of Famer, loser. Not, he's not a bonehead of the week. He's a bonehead of our lives. Yeah, absolute loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And don't worry, don't worry. Ben Simmons is coming back. Is he? You see that? Yeah, he's he's healthy. Oh, this is the, <laughs> this is a like it, it's a rev, like rewinding clock. It's like sweet pictures of like Ben Simmons like training in the off season. Like gets hurt second game, air balls third game. Like that guy's open. and then quits the team. Yeah, then quits the team. Like and repeat, repeat. Is he still in Brooklyn? I don't I, even, I could care I don't even less. Really That's care. one of the great losers of our time. He, like one he, of the great losers of our time. He's a big time loser, man. That's We're talking about James Harden. At least James Harden plays the fucking game. No, James Harden's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> James Harden's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Ben Simmons, loser. Loser. Absolute L7. Can't believe more. Um, we're going to hop on the now. Um, still, you know, might want to go get a cup of coffee or something over there because we're going to be talking about the hottest team in Boston right now. Actually, only Boston team playing. Yeah, congrats. But, but the uh, Boston Red Sox here now 56 47. Um, I think sitting, I think a game behind the wild card. Let's see here. They are a game and a half. They've won their last five games. Um, and you know what? These guys have really come to play who were struggling early in the season and last season, Jaron Duran, who is might, might be their best player, like best player in the last month or two. He struggled last year. He said he had a lot of mental issues comes around hitting 385 the last couple months. Tristan Cassis, who, you know, was batting one, I think as much as, you know, a young female weighs or something um, the first couple months of the season, but it's really turning on. I think he's got like 17 ding dongs. Corner on a Saturday here, so they just beat the Giants last night. He had a homer and a uh, ground rule double. So the I guys love how fired up you are and how much my season is like the worst season ever. And I'm like two games behind you. Two games. Like you are such a loser. No, I. Well, you guys had expectations. We didn't. You guys had expectations and we didn't. Um, you know they're you're saying so fucking saying, sick that you're in fourth place in the AL East. Dude. Yeah, game and a half behind the playoffs. Dude. Oh, that's game so and a half awesome, the dude. That's so sick. What do you? You trying to you trying to bang on the door from the cellar, bud? I just need Aaron Boone to fucking ah, uh, uh. like I need to lose. I hope the Yankees lose every game for the rest of the year, and Aaron Boone gets fired. That's what I want more than anything. You're like that terrible little brother that like no Aaron Boone gets fired, and I guarantee the World Series next year. If Aaron Boone gets fired this year, I guarantee the Yankees win the World Series. The next Yankees year. aren't gonna win the World Series like ever again. Not with Aaron Boone. That's Not why with- I need him fired. That's the whole point of this. But Alex Cora, Alex Cora has, you know, cheating the scumbag. Well. Um, Literally whole, a cheating piece of shit. The whole Martin, um, Kenley Jansen has been, what he closed it out last night. Guy's phenomenal. Um, 
they're saying Rafael Devers is, is having an average year. Didn't make the All Star game. Wasn't even didn't even have a whisper of making it. Guys batting like two sixty five. Yeah, usually a three hundred hitter, but twenty five jacks. I think eighty RBIs. I don't think that's you know an off year. I think that's uh, leading the squad. And you know Justin Turner has turned out to be. Quite the delight. Uh, seems like he's getting clutch hit after clutch hit. That one hurts me. Yeah. When you guys got Justin Turner, I was like, fuck. That it, sucks. It, he's going to be great. He, <laughs> he's he's that like slow pitch softball guy that like. No, it's like when it you guys got Steven Pierce, I was like, like no one, on, no Red Sox fan gave a shit about that. And I was like, I fucking oh, hate that guy. Oh, the 2018? Yeah. I yeah, was like, yeah. I was like, that guy's the he worst. He was sick on the <laughs> Orioles. Uh, yeah, fucking on the fucking Blue Jays, like I oh, the Blue Jays rake too. the Yankees. Yeah. I hate that guy. And uh, fucking ML MVP of the World Series. What a piece of and shit. And then I didn't even Masataka Yoshida, who said we overpaid him, is leading the American League in hitting. That's on Red Sox fans. Always pay the Asian <laughs> every time. As a like 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 Matsui Tanaka, amazing. Like always yeah. do it. Always do. It. I just his like approach to the game is so weird to me. Like, like he, I wish Otani took the like two billion dollars the Yankees wanted to offer him, but he was like, no, I want a small market team. Like, like, well, they're gonna offer him two billion dollars this offseason. Yeah, and he's gonna get a short short porch, and he's gonna hit two trillion home runs. Dude, he, <laughs> I was saying it last night. They had a doubleheader yesterday. He threw a complete game, one hitter, and then the second game he hit two homers. Like that will never happen again. He might hit like sixty-five home runs this year if you put him in Yankee Stadium. He hits like ninety. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he breaks Barry Bonds' record. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's like it's like 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 come to the Yankees show, hey. But please. But back to the Yoshida thing. It's crazy because he like slaps the ball around like Ichiro, but then just like just squares one up and puts it like four hundred feet in the right field grandstand. Like I I don't even know about like. Is it just like a personal thing where like it's all right now I'm trying to hit a single? Yeah, do I want like, to do or that? do like yeah. do I want to hit a homer? It's crazy to me because you think he's like this just slap hitter who's only gonna hit like one or two homers on the season. I think he's got probably around fifteen right now. The teens, yeah. So uh yeah, that that big pickup. He he's a decent outfielder. We we have too many outfielders. I think they should trade uh, Adam Duvall at the deadline down to four, get better pitching. And they're going to reload. They're going to get Trevor Story back. And then they're pitching. They're going to get Chris Sale maybe for a game before he, you know, gets in a bike accident. Again. You guys still have Trevor Story. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> he's been hurt all season. He's been hurt. I completely forgot about that. He's uh, rehabbing AAA right now. He should be playing for them next week. So that would be big to have him there. We just traded Kiki Hernandez. Not for a wash machine. I think they got two pretty good prospects pitching-wise. And then you got Tanner Hawk and uh, who's the other one? I, um, why am I forgetting his name? Aaron Judge came back yesterday. Yankees lost one nothing. That's how my year's going. Yeah, <laughs> now you guys, if you fire Aaron Boone, he better get fired. I don't know how please, he hasn't been fired yet. Please, they give him an extension. Garrett Fuck. Whitlock. There we go. Garrett. Once those three guys come back, this pitching staff is gonna, you know, look completely different as it did. You know, James James Paxton. Could you believe that he's putting on for the squad right now? You got to um, knock on so much wood with James Paxton. Whatever, dude. man. Like today, his arm might explode. The, the Red Sox That's have, real. <laughs> has, have took us as far as I thought they could get. So let's see. We're playing with house. That's my difference with me being happy about fourth place. I thought they'd be like, you know, 20 games out by now. I don't I didn't think they had the roster to do it. But uh, it's probably it's exciting baseball to watch every single night, in my opinion. Brian Bayo, he, he's let up a couple home runs the last couple starts. But he's, you know, man on a mission. 
They're calling him Little Pedro. I don't think he deserves that title yet, but uh, he's getting there, man. He's got good stuff, keeps keeps the fastball down, really mixes up his pitches. I like him. Let's talk about a team that matters, the Reds. The Reds. <laughs> um, Del, Del Cruz, most exciting guy in baseball. The Reds are electric. Yeah. Um, even I was talking to John from Quincy last night, the, the Brewers, too. This kid, Sal Frelick um, from Lexington, who's like Gatorade Player of the Year in football and baseball in Massachusetts. First round pick from Boston College. He just made his debut last week. Went five for six last week and went two home runs. Kids a stud. You're hurting me. He has like the Wikipedia page of Patrice Brazier on his computer. And it says <laughs> it's a Canadian former professional ice hockey player. Like, t- yeah. like get rid of that, dude. That, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, like, get that, that the fuck out of my face. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I, I, like if I go to opening night for the Bruins, I'm going to be so sad. Like yeah, the opening face off just like, is it going to be Patrice Bergeron? disgusting it's like yeah it's like brady leaving it's 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 Ugh. it's gonna be tough i even think marshawn it's like what is marshawn gonna do from here he doesn't know anything without him be our captain and lead us to victory that'd be sick they're they're like oh might as well trade him now and get some fun i'm like no nah, he's an all-time bruiner you don't trade an all-time bruin i'm sorry this isn't this isn't baseball where you get prospects this isn't you know so-and-so sport this is hockey dude if you got a guy who's played for your team for 10 plus years putting up the points that they put up he's a lifelong Bruin. if you think anything other than that you're a fucking idiot no yeah no yeah. no cam neely was asked like are you putting like like 37 up in the rafters and he was literally like are you kidding me yeah, he's like <laughs> he's just like we gotta, he's gotta find a day yeah like, like, he, he was like he was like well yeah dude <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah i'm going to um Mix it, shit. mix it in some Patriots. I'll be uh, at that game a billion percent. Tra- training camp just uh, started uh, last week. Uh, seems pretty promising. I'm not really into like, I guess it's their job, the reporters, but like saying that like Mac Jones went like five for seven and like seven on seven drills. Like I don't read anything into that. They're just like getting ready. The tires, the tires are put, being put on the uh, Suburban. We're getting things rolling. Um, seems, you know. Good that everyone's come out. There hasn't really been any uh, contract situation thing. I know that t- talks about Mac Judon, but it seemed he was just on the Patriots social media website yesterday. Seems like that's going to be okay. Everyone seems pretty healthy. But the big question is reports today, recording on a Saturday, Ezekiel Elliott is, is in the Patriots. Now that's three running backs they've been uh, concerned with now. Leonard Fournette has met with them and, uh, the uh, Mac Rowe said they were in talks with Dalvin Cook. All three really good running backs. You know the situation of, you know, them not getting paid, which, I mean, is a real thing, whether you like it or not. That's just kind of the way the market's going in uh, the NFL right now with, you know, Saquon Barkley just signed a 10-plus year, just like basically eating it um, still. So there's three running backs. All have had pretty promising careers. Dalvin Cook, Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette. If you had your pick and one of them, who would you take? Playoff Lenny. Playoff, wow. No that, question. No hesitation. No, no hesitation? Playoff line. Just because of the experience? Experience. He's an absolute house when he's healthy. He's great. Dalvin Cook's my mortal enemy. Don't want him. Oh, yeah. And Ezekiel Elliott is just like, like, well, I get, well, since we have a running back in Stevenson, I would take Ezekiel Elliott. Like, I would not want Ezekiel Elliott to be like our number one back. I would not like that. Oh, no. No matter all three of these guys, they won't be the number one No, back. that's what I'm saying. Like, but uh, like. But I, uh. I love Dalvin Cook. Yeah, not, not even from my Florida State days, but um, big Florida State fan. He's probably a Georgia guy now. <laughs> no, I roll. Th- <laughs> I, I roll tie currently. So I, I like that guy from. If he wasn't from Ohio, I'd like him. Uh, from the beginning of the show, we're talking about. Uh, but Dalvin Cook is probably my pick. I think he's got the most upside at this stage of his career. 
Um, I think Stevenson is definitely the one back, but you know, the 17 games in the season is Stevenson going to play 17 games is Pierce strong. And the Kevin Harris guy, they seemed like they had a pretty good rookie campaigns, but they can, they really put up a production if they have to start a game. I think you have to, you have to sign at least one of the three. I know they're probably going to be talking then about you get to the playoffs and that's where we need Leonard Fournette gamer. But so is cook. And so is Elliot. No. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, like, like prove that. You smoked me. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin Cook has had thousand thousand yard seasons. Playoffs. Um, what has he done? They haven't really made the playoffs. Is there, too much. Is there a playoff Dalvin Cook? No, there's a playoff Lenny. Yeah, because he had Tom Brady. So that's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess he was just standing there. Yeah, you know, he showed up to camp and the Buccaneers were like, hey, we signed Tom yeah. Brady today. I just I think the Ezekiel Elliott thing is really interesting because you know, he's been like this, like prime star getting paid 15 million a year playing for the Dallas Cowboys expectations every year. Now, if he comes to this team, he's going to have, you know, I know he had Pollard last year, but he he is definitely going to be the backup to Stevenson, third down guy. And I, I think it would like really suit his role in terms of not getting like 20 touches a game. I think 10 touches a game. Uh, a guy who can catch balls out of the backfield. I think, honestly, I, I keep talking myself into this. I think Ezekiel Elliott has a case of the three. I'd pick Dalvin, but just simply out of pure skill. Do you like the red zone if we got Zeke? Because he'd be the third down back. Yeah. But like him and Stevenson, like red zone. Oh, yeah. They can like, both catch. Yeah. Like, like, like. That's why I, think I don't know who I'd like out there. More, Leonard Fournette honest. would be like a bat out of hell on third down, strictly on those third and two, third and threes. Oh, yeah. Third and two, you just down. bring out a ready to go Leonard Fournette. That's the first yeah. down. And like, then the other two are more playmakers. Like you can you can introduce them in on a first down, second down. Like you can really spin the dual back. But if you get Leonard Fournette, that guy's a third down, you know, guy waiting. Just you just run through a nose tackle. Side debate of those three, who is the best in college? All three are college oh, wow. legends. All three are college so legends. Florida State, Delvin, you got LSU, Fournette, and then you got OHIO. Ohio. Oh, it's it's Elliot. It's Elliot. He Elliot, was unbelievable. Elliot definitely has like like they're, he they're won the great. championship. Yeah. Like like Fournette was probably like the most dominant running back, I think he, I saw. Like he, he was he, on, but like he, he was like that play, they, yeah, that play where he he's against like Auburn and he just like throws fucking like three of them onto the sideline yeah. and just scores a touchdown. It he, was like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. He was the Zion Williamson of like college. Yeah, football. like all three are college yeah. legends. But. I would just say Elliot because the performance yeah, he won, put on yeah. the championships. So if you're talking about big put we got we got playoff Zeke. We don't though. <laughs> <laughs> It's college football, it, Zeke. It's not his fault he was on the Cowboys. That's we, he, yeah, like we, have, win. we have nine years ago, Zeke, that yeah. beat fucking Bama. God bless him. But, I mean, you, you look around the Patriots in general, it seems like their defense is going to come to play this year. I'm hoping that the offense has a better campaign. Seems like, you know, Coach O'Brien's got these guys going. Juju Smith-Schuster, like I said, first week of training camp, who really gives a shit. But does this team have any chance to win the division? Because they're plus 700 odds. Um I think the Jets are third favorite with like two to one odds. Wild card, yes. Winning the division, no. There's no, really not a chance. Not a chance. Like zero percent. Zero. Do you think they're because they have to be better than one of the three teams? And I think it. they can do that. You think? I think not being in the bottom of the barrel is possible. The Jets. The Jets. The Dolphins. Maybe the Dolphins. The Dolphins already lost Jalen Ramsey for like they said a few months, but it's like, dude, he blew his knee in fucking yeah, day he's, one. He's like, have yeah, he's like problems. he's not gonna come back as soon as you think. I think they can be better than Dolphins. Um, Was that Joe Burrow news today? 
Uh, he got yeah, like he, caught it off. Yeah, he strained his calf. He's all right. That's He's all right. Yeah, I'll be fine. Because that's what they were saying. That, but like, you don't that know. That would suck like, for the game. Like, if he did, couldn't play that, as much as you're like, oh, one goes down in the AFC. It's like, no, nah, you want to see that guy playing big games. Yeah, Joe Burrow's the man. Yeah, he's uh seemed like good dude. And and you know what? It's it's Kansas City's title to defend, and uh, that's probably their main you know team that they're looking at. Like Mahomes is like better, but that dude's such a dink. Like Joe Burrow's awesome. Yeah, you know what though my my like NFL um, hot take, and I don't know if it's that big of a hot take is the Ravens are going to dethrone the Cincinnati Bengals this year because <coughs> they have, you know, they signed some defensive guys, and I feel like their offense is going to be next level this season. J.K. Dobbins coming back, got all those guys you mentioned every week: OBJ, Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers, nickname from Lamar Jackson, Joystick. Kind of love it. Love that. Love that. No, the the Ravens are so weird though, because like, like the Ravens could go like fucking thirteen and four, but they could go like eight and fucking. Well, it, nine. it all depends on Lamar Jackson staying healthy. That game last year when the uh, Pats played the Ravens, and I, I yeah, I happened to be at the game, and he just went down the field. He just completely iced the game. Mac Jones threw like three picks. That yeah, was that ugly. Game was that game was brutal. And then I think Mac Jones, that was the beginning of Zappy Nation. I'm not even going to start Zappy Nation until uh, the, Mac Jones is our quarterback. Let's stand with this guy. Let's see what he can do. I uh, feel like he has a lot better people around him this season than last time around. And, uh, yeah, I'm really hoping, you know, I'm thinking I'm 10 and 7. I think 10 and 7 gets you in. I think it's the same, you know, song as last season where you're going to have to beat these teams head to head. You're going to have to get a 500 record in the division. Um, we don't have to play Jalen Ramsey. We play yeah. them week two, so that's a big win. And the Jets, uh, as much as everything looks good for them, they they got the hard knocks going. Um, they dusted back to. Uh, Are you worried about the Jets? I, I, I sh- you should be a little bit worried, but I'm not going to be worried until I start seeing that product, you know, blossom. Because I've never in my entire life, I've never seen the Jets blossom. Jets franchise losers. Aaron Rodgers loser. No fear. Did you see Sean Payton rip on Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, dude, because that guy is the worst coach, like, (laughs) fucking ever. You know what I mean? Like, that guy, like, like, the Denver Broncos being as bad as they were last year is an absolute joke. You got, like, a Hall of Fame-level quarterback, and you made him suck. Yeah. Herm Edwards said he, like, um, I was hearing him talk, and uh, he said he's never seen that in all his, like, years in the NFL of just, like, one coach calling out another coach for just fucking sucking. Yeah, I think think it's, like, it speaks volumes because I don't think he'd say that (laughs) if it wasn't true. No, dude, he would never do that. He's yeah. like, dude, that's definitely like an unwritten rule. Like, you don't like slander like that. But like, he walked in and they were like, yo, this guy was so fucking terrible. And he was like, they just telling me about how bad this guy was. And they even, they even like said that during the year, like the players. Like, yeah. and, and that's insane. Like, they didn't even really say that about Matt Patricia and everyone knew he sucked. Like, well, well you know what? That first, I think that first game did a lot for Denver last year. Because out of the gate, we're like, this team is going to, like, overtake Pat Mahomes for the AFC West. Like, they got Russell Wilson, who, you know, played pretty good football. No, you were a 500 team, and you got Russell Wilson. You should improve. And that first game of the season, they played Seattle, and Geno Smith just tore him up. And was like, wow, what what did we just see? Giant hater of Geno Smith back in the day, but what a year for him. What a year. That was awesome. And now he's, like, ranked in top 10 quarterbacks, which is wild. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm He will not – like, he's got good receivers, though. He just got the guy from Ohio State, too. So he's got yeah. three good receivers. Uh, and Jigba. That, um, that's got to be the most underrated uh, receiving core in all football. One thing yeah. I saw that was nuts to me was uh, 
And like, not that it matters, but it's like that like top like hundred NFL player ranking yeah, that comes out every year. Yeah, stupid. they're Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's just no that, way. That's just dumb. Like what planet? Like on what field? Like like are you kidding me? That's why you look at that, some of these divisions, and I know I'm talking talking as a Red Sox fan, being like, oh, if we were in the AL Central, fucking mm, being first we were in place. fourth place of the fucking AL. Yeah, no, I hate that. Jackass. But there are so many divisions in the NFL where you're like. I'm in first place of the AL Central too, pal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the AFC, I'm just saying the AFC East, like this, like the NFC North, the NFC West kind of sucks this year too. Like there's all these divisions where you can have some mediocre football where, you know, we AFC East, the NFC East, those are top-notch divisions. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see. But uh, that's what I mean. We're like a little over a month away from the first regular season game. There's nothing better than football season. I wish football season was during the summer. I don't think they could do that. I think a lot of people die of a heat stroke, but September, October, best best months of the year. College football, does Georgia three-peat? Definitely. No question. No question. No question. Bama doesn't even know they who their starting do. quarterback is. Yeah, but he's going to be a five-star recruit from fucking God, from the death slums of Bama. Yeah, yeah, like. we'll see. Um, lastly here, so UFC 291's tonight. Um so you'll be hearing this probably after that. Gaethje Poirier, I think, doesn't Poirier takes care of business. Um, be, Justin be Gaethje, Terrence Crawford, make the bet. I like that. You're not going to hear it till after, but that's what you should do. And then uh, we got to give our big shout out to former guest Rob Font. Supposed to fight in UFC Boston, you know, with his whole home crowd there against um, Song Dong. What's his name, right? Yeah, that's literally his name. Uh, but Corey St. Hagen, who when Font was on the show, was talking about fighting him. Uh, I think someone dropped out UFC Nashville uh, next week. So we're on to Nashville. So Rob Font is taking I on wish. Corey Sanhagen in the main event there. Uh, should be a hell of a matchup. Sanhagen is a bad man. Yes, um, it's going to be Rob a very Font good fight. coming off probably the best win of his career. Um, Sanhagen, uh, you know Sanhagen's last fight? I feel like they've... He lost, I believe. I do not know who it was. Let's see. Let's see who we got. So we got canceled against... So he's supposed to fight Nurmagomedov? Yeah, Umar. Yep. Um, so oh, he beat, beat Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera. He beat Cheeto. I think Font beat Vera too. Unless that might have been Calvin Guitar. One of the two with a New England cartel. But should be a pretty good damn fight. Uh, I'm sure Font comes as a slight dog. Uh, but I think he wants that. I think he's going to be a hell of a show. I'm going to take Rob just out of pure respect. What do you think of Pereira versus Jan? Jan Blackowitz, not Peter Jan. Oh, that's going to be a, that's going to be a bang tonight. Yeah, I'm taking Jan Black. Pereira at light heavyweight, scary. Yeah, that guy is. Like that guy was huge. Like Robert Whitaker when he was fighting at middleweight was like the first thing I saw when I saw that guy fighting Izzy. I was like, look at the fucking size of that guy. <laughs> and like now he's a weight class above. He's more filled in. Like, I don't know, like, and both of those guys can knock each other the fuck out. Like, who knows what's going to happen with that? Yeah. That could be a first punch ender. Like, you know what I mean? That could be a one round. Like, can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be sick. If you're going to go to that um, UFC Nashville, what bar are you hitting before you go out? Honky Tonk Central. Honky Tonk, you, you have to. <laughs> what else would I do? I'm looking up Dave Bautista here, uh, Bautista, WWE. I watched the movie the other night that he was in, and I was like, who is this big guy? I'm like, wait a minute. Is that Bautista? And it was like a scary movie. Uh, man, I'm trying to – it won't – It was a horror movie there in a the house? Yeah. It was – Fuck. 
it, it was it, the movie was just okay, but it was insane. Like in terms of um, knock at the cabin, is knock what at you're the cabin. About. Bas- basically, they like had to like sacrifice someone for like the world to be saved. It was M Night Shyamalan, like one of those crazy movies. But he just like comes out of the woodwork talking to this little girl, and it's just this big fucking guy being like. I think they were like catching grasshoppers and he just fucking whips his hand around and just catches one for the girl. He's like, by the way, we got to kill one of your dads. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, this is, this is, uh, it was only an hour, perfect. I'm not big on like long movies unless it's like, all right, this is going to be a hell of a one hour, 40 minutes. Quick one there. I think I got it on Amazon prime. Easy. Uh, you know, horror flick. It was good. Speaking good of stuff. long movies, Oppenheimer cinema, great flick. Great flick. Batista was not in it, though. I'm not going to lie to you. He is in Blade Runner 2049, though, which matters. Oh, wow. And Dune Part 2, which was on that thing. That's why I saw that. That comes out in, like, November. Can't wait. I got to give a quick shout-out. It went last Friday for some apps and drinks. Uh, Rosafa Mediterranean <laughs> Bistro Cuisine, located on uh, Hancock Street in Quincy. They had, they had some great oysters. Got it going. They had like a couple fruity couple drinks. Oasis kid. It was great. Um, Rose, everyone goes to follow us over there. Follow House, great spot. But uh, don't sleep on Zafa, man. Zafa gets the job done. It's the only place we've done a martini review. Oh yeah, those were spilling everywhere. That was a that was a time it's great time to be alive. Oh, it goes. Also, since we're on that avenue, I think they're having their little uh, um, martini show on the. Um, but I'm the, I'm not doing it justice. But uh, yeah, I do not know the date of it. But the the martini like up. off. But yeah, yeah. Like, it's on like some boat in like Boston Harbor. It's on Seaport. a boat in the Boston Harbor. Yeah. Be there. Get tickets. Go. Three beans. Mm-hmm. Also, Frank the Tank Hogan and our guy, um, Michael Hahn, they're going to they're gonna be boxing outside at Veterans Memorial Stadium in two weeks, Friday night. Be there. Should be a hell of a story. Frank uh, the Tank kicking ass. Let's yeah. go. What else? What else you got? Steal anything? What Nothing you at on all. Saturday. You're going to get a nap in? No, absolutely not. Is it our year? Yeah, it's our year. UFC 291, Crawford Spence. I don't have time to sleep. Yeah. I mean, you do. It's actually like 1230, so it doesn't start like eight. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works at all. Want to give a big <laughs> shout out to Slide Edge Fitness and Performance. Uh, they, they entered a team in the Steel and Nass softball tournament that's going to take place Saturday, Get September ready. 16th. Be there. I'm looking for a couple umpires, looking for some donations too, some sponsors on the back of our you know nice tournament jerseys. Got some light blue this year for uh, the third annual. Going to be a hell of a time. Uh, Going to be taking place at Faxon Park in Oak Park in Quincy, Massachusetts. Be a great time. Uh, also, another sponsor of the podcast and the softball tournament, our guy from the law offices of Patrick J. Foley. Patrick J. Foley himself uh, seems like night and day people are getting their first homes. I keep seeing, you know, shared pictures. He's just hooking everyone up around here, getting through the paperwork. All he the does job is win. Done. And, All he uh, does is win. He really is right about like if you're looking for a lawyer who's gonna go the next step for you, he will outwork anyone you know. He's your guy. The me and Steele were actually I don't even know if we're sleeping this morning, but uh, we were. Pat Foley definitely wasn't. No. He, he was grinding for someone else. Laser focus. Yep. 
um, episode 132 in the books. Um, farewell to Patrice Bergeron's hockey God career. God bless Patrice Bergeron. Jalen Brown signed a big time deal. The Red Sox are buzzing. We need um, a statue of Bergeron by the time like the next episode comes out. Yeah, hopefully we get a new Patriots running back by then. We kind of covered all the dots, man. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Steel and Az episode 132 in the books. Are you? Always.